welcome to the she pod with rachel and sarah not the biblical ones so we are here today to talk with everyone about all things lady whether it be news what are we wearing what kind of issues are we having at work it's something that you know we decided that we wanted to start having brunch and sharing it with everyone and we know a little bit about it because we are ladies so last we checked <laughs> last we checked yeah. so yeah why not sarah and i are doing this anyway let's let's share it with the world all right well let's start things off tell me what are you watching what are you eating and what are you wearing I am doing a throwback watching session because I refuse to watch things week to week. I like to find things on Netflix that I can binge on. So that project this the past couple of weeks has been The Parenthood, um, which I just fell backwards into. And it's so It's good. so good. It's well, so good. Are you a fan at all of Friday Night Lights? I was a huge fan of Friday Night so Lights. So it's the same guy. It is. It is the same guy. I can tell. Like yeah. in the relationships and the dynamics and the script and how how beautifully subtle the interactions are. What I loved about Parenthood so much, and I say this as someone who has watched the entire thing, is all every small family issue that would never really get visited on a normal drama yes. is magnified. Exactly. So someone's having trouble with, you know, a bully at school or, you know, this particular kid doesn't like green peas right like they figure out they dig into it. those really like the yeah. minute details of the family day-to-day right. and I love that it because it is just so real it's why I tell everyone that Friday Night Lights is not a show about football not at, at all. all I hate football me too I watch Lifetime movies during the Super Bowl <laughs> I watch the puppy bowl <laughs> I'll take it yeah what about you what are you watching so I also don't like watching normal television anymore and I also am watching a throwback I am um, on season nine oh, of Friends. Oh, wow. And you had not seen? Uh, so I, have, I had watched Friends over the years, but it ended when I was in college. So I, you don't really right. watch TV in college. No. And so seasons nine and ten, I had sporadically yeah, watched Yeah, here and there pieces. Yeah. And so I find that when I'm having a bad day or a bad week, I love watching a little episode of TV here and there that makes mm-hmm. me feel good and makes me forget everything. That 24 minutes of happiness. Amazing. Or in the case of The Real Housewives... 42 minutes the of happiness. The best 42 minutes ever. <laughs> and so if it, you know, I am now on season nine, which means um, I've had a few bad days this yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. But I have but to say. it's there for you. It, I'll it, be there for you. When the rain starts, <laughs> I, can't, I, I could not even get that out. <laughs> All right, let's move on. What are you eating? I, what am I not eating? Um, <laughs> let's see. Lately, I've been on a crazy turkey meatball kick. Interesting. Yes, because A, I can share them with my dog if I make them correctly without garlic and salt and onions. Um, Right, if you take all the flavor out of it. Right, if you take all the flavor out. You can share it with dogs. I can put the flavor in the sauce. So I have really great tomato So you have a bland meatball. I have a very bland meatball, (laughs) but cooked to perfection um, that we can share and bonding time. Um, But they go on salads. They can go on, on top of anything, sandwiches or whatever. So they just get me through the week. Like if I just make 20 on Sunday, I'm good to go with healthy snacks. Yeah, so how do you, do you, like, put them in a baggie? <laughs> yeah, Tupperware. So I'll literally bring a Tupperware of, like, 10 to work on Monday and uh, then just use them throughout the well, week. Well, now you work in a dog-friendly office, so you, must be, you must be the most popular. Only Butters gets them. 
So Butters is your dog. Butters is my dog. <laughs> the other 20 <laughs> dogs in the office do not get my turkey meatballs. So you are the least popular. <laughs> least popular. Yeah. Because everyone else, we keep cheese in the office right. for dogs specifically. Right. So I feel like they're pretty good with that. Yeah. I'll share the cheese, but I don't share the meatballs. Yeah. No, that's just special. Mm-hmm. Just that's for our, Butters. Yeah, it's our special I get it. Food. I get it. So I eating? am. Well, I'm going to talk about what I'm drinking, actually. More so important. I am now. Yeah. So I am on this, like no dairy kick. Um, I do love dairy. Yes. I am a cheeseaholic. I love it, love it, love it so much. And I will still indulge in cheese. Good disclaimer. Yeah. Actual like milk. I find that you can, you know, some of the, the nut milks are actually a, a nice substitute. I like almond milk more than milk. And yeah. I say that with a grandfather as a, who is a dairy farmer. So I love a good cup of coffee, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. a nice French press um, no, I'm being, and this is not, this is actually not something where I'm like, I'll only drink French press. It's right. actually a situation. It does taste better though. It tastes better, but it's actually a situation where I had like one of those Keurig machines for mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. and it made me so lazy in terms of like not having to work to make my cup of coffee that my coffee intake went through the roof. Yeah. You so, need that barrier to entry. Exactly. So now my barrier to entry is I have to freaking like boil the water mm-hmm. and like grind up the beans. I feel like it. that's smart though. Yeah. So I have an iced French press coffee with a coconut almond milk. And I feel like an idiot for bringing my own iced coffee to our recording session because I want to get in on that next time. Next time you will have an iced French press with coconut almond milk. Absolutely. Which like, you know, like the ass that I am, (laughs) I buy at Whole Foods. (laughs) Listen, Whole Foods, I want to hate it, but I can't. I feel so good about being able to just know that everything there is. It never feels so good to be poor. Right. Unless you're at a Whole Foods. This is true. Well, there's Trader Joe's for that, though. Yeah, that's true. As long as you do both, I feel like it's a good balance. Yes, I agree. So let's talk about wearing. What are you wearing? I, let's see. It is finally summer here in LA, which means that it is three degrees warmer than it was in January. (laughs) So not a whole lot has changed. However, I did recently clean out my closet. So what I am wearing is all the things I forgot I had, which is very exciting. And I highly recommend cleaning out your closet just for that reason alone. I rediscovered like eight outfits that I love. Nice. Yeah. So I am wearing a t-shirt with two cats on it that are are wearing... I approve. And holding hands, and it's called Catrimony, and it's my favorite Sunday t-shirt. As it should be. For brunch. <laughs> it's the closest I'll ever get to owning a cat. As a cat lady, I absolutely approve. Moving on to news. news. Did you see uh, the Bruce Jenner interview with Diane Sawyer? I watched every second of it. I was very emotional. It was beautiful. It was inspiring. And uh, I'm just, like, so moved by I it. I was blown away. The pain... Mm. that I saw behind his eyes. The idea that he was living like that for 65 years, and this is someone who was the epitome of masculinity, Mm. and he lived basically a lie for so many years, and and, and such a painful one at that. Yes. Um, I really loved, though, how he said the reason he's doing it now is because he hopes he can really change uh, the way so many people perceive this issue or, or don't even think about it, but can start that conversation and, and change, change it. Absolutely. And I think that for whatever kid is out there that maybe doesn't have a very accepting family of this situation, they can look at this American hero, this reality TV star, this person that's in the media, and they're saying, well, hey, if he's 
doing it, yeah. then that must be okay. And now we're using the he pronoun because Bruce has actually said at this moment that he wants to refer to himself as he. Until he emerges. As she. She. Which exactly. I think we're all very excited to see, especially after seeing the entire closet devoted to her. I know, I know. Well, at the end of the interview, they had he has two closets and they're just sliding glass doors. Oh, he did say in his new house, he's going to have a glam room, oh, which I thought was so I adorable. One, I know. Yes. Well, get it you know <laughs> maybe in in three houses I might possibly have a glam room. you might have room for that <laughs> I might have money to build the glam room um but you know and it was funny because he was making jokes the whole time and comedy I think as you get older you realize that it's a defense mechanism for tragedy mm-hmm. it's something it's the way that you deal with pain and I've dealt with some really crappy stuff in my life but if you can laugh through it you can laugh through anything yeah. you can make it um, Joan Rivers, actually, I think was oh. the, the, I know my heart hurts that she's no longer with us. I miss, I physically miss her. I actually, her. like, I went into mourning after she died yeah. because I feel like she was, she was our grandmother that we loved. I, I don't The crazy know. grandma that yeah. you never know what she's going to say. And you're like, oh, that's just grandma. But and it's the best. brilliant and yeah. bold and quick and all that stuff. Um, but anyway, so at the end, you know, apparently Diane Sawyer's really tall. Did not mm-hmm. know that. But, you know, Bruce, there was like sadness in his eyes as he made the joke, but he made the joke. Which was, you know, Diane, you're not going to be the tallest gal in the room anymore, which I thought was, yeah, (laughs) which I thought was, you know, very, I I just hope that he finds peace and happiness. And I I am sad that he had to live this way for so long, but happy that he's finally, you know, moving in a direction that he wants to move in. And I think now, I think the reception is going to be very positive. Of course, there will be those, you know, trolls and naysayers, but- before he there was so much speculation and and the media was giving him such a hard time and making jokes and now he's got it out in the open there aren't you can't make make jokes anymore about how he's changing his face because no it's actually happening yeah um so I feel like there will at least be sensitivity from people who are open-minded yeah and I myself included I Mm. am um ashamed that I, well, I'm obsessed with celebrity plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you want to do it, great, own it. Don't pretend right. that you like wake up looking that refreshed Right, no, that's, day. I agree. Just, you know, it, I have admit, no issue with it, but admit to it. Admit to Botox, admit to Photoshop, admit to all that stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm all for it. But at the same time, I was looking at Bruce Jenner because his face has changed quite a bit over the years. Mm-hmm. And if you look at pictures of him from the 80s, he did look quite effeminate. And I was wondering what kind of work he had had done. Right. Um, but as it turns out, we learned in the interview, he started transitioning in the 80s, which goes to show you how much 30 it years affected ago. him. Yeah, yeah. It's just incredible to me. But, you know, well, I, I, he good was on really him. Yeah. Excited to meet her. Good on them. Good on them. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Well, speaking of excited to meet uh, her, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about our heroines of the week. Let's do that. Um, well, who is your heroine of the week? So my heroine of the week, not the drug. Not by the, the drug. Way. Not, not the, the drug. Important, important clarification. There. <laughs> so mine is it's 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 uh, not exactly right to say that she's my heroine of the week because this mm-hmm. happened several weeks ago. But uh, let's talk about Ashley Judd for a minute let's because I it. have a major girl crush on her. So she is a big sports fan, which mm-hmm. in my opinion is a giant liability in any relationship, including my marriage. Being it's- married to a sports fan. <laughs> 
Well, my husband always said, you know, his major cultural influences growing up were growing up in New York, growing up Jewish, and growing up loving baseball. And I'm like, well, so honey, two, two for out three. Of three. That's not half bad. That's that a lot of ground. Some might say that ain't bad. <laughs> ain't bad. It ain't <laughs> bad at all. So anyway, she is a big sports fan of like Kentucky or some, I, I don't even know. Is it Kentucky? I think it's Kentucky. It doesn't matter. It's totally irrelevant to the story as most sports are. <laughs> anyway, so she said something about Kentucky was playing someone in I, I, football. Let's call it football. Sure. <laughs> and she got very mad at a call that one of the refs made. And she asked if uh, the other team was playing dirty. And the internet, being that nice, warm, and fuzzy place that it is, I'm afraid, responded by threatening her with sexual violence. As one does. Now, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but threatening someone with sexual violence, actually illegal. But how do you track them down so, is probably the issue. Right. And it's a question of resources. It's a question of, you know, are you willing to take the time to do it? Yeah. And Ashley Judd was like, screw this. She went to the police station and she is filing charges against every single man that threatened her with sexual violence because she said a ref made a bad call. Oh, she yeah. is just, I mean, I cannot imagine. I can't think of a single other actress that would do that. No, and I love that someone who has that kind of platform is choosing to make such a bold statement and take such, you know, allowed action that I'm sure she'll be criticized for and get even worse comments now, but she's doing the right thing and she's, you know, putting it out there. And I think a lot of times maybe actresses are worried about how they'll be perceived because the word right. feminist is such a dirty word and you don't want to be seen as that. I feel like but it's making a comeback. Is it making a comeback? I think it depends how you define it. And who you're talking to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I approve. But I do yeah. too. But I mean, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker was asked if she was a feminist and she says, I, I am a humanist. Yeah. And I'm like, well, who else was kind of someone the same else? Thing. Just I don't know. Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. JGL, mm. my 90s crush, uh, he, one of, sorry, yeah, my 90s well, crush. Yes, let's not um, close that yeah. door. So he had an amazing, amazing response to it. I'm going to have to Google that as mm -hmm. soon as, as, soon as uh, the afternoon progresses. Um, so, but Ashley Judd, she's just kind of the full package. She's, mm -hmm. you know, lovely. She's smart. She's well-spoken. I don't know if you remember, it might've even been a year or two ago at this point, but she showed up in an, at an event and her face was kind of puffy. And of course the internet immediately was like, what kind of plastic surgery has she done? And she wrote this long, uh, very well thought out piece, uh, in an online publication. I don't remember which one where she basically was like, I had an illness and I had to take steroids to help me get over the illness. Now let's talk about how women are bashed in the media for how, what they mm. look like. I love, I love when celebrities write well and write about important real things. Um, well, Olivia yeah. Wilde, for oh, example, she's amazing. she wrote her piece on turning 30 oh my God. made me okay with turning 30. And she's younger than us, isn't she? She's like, actually, we're the same age. You're the same age. She turned wild. 30 uh, like a month after I did. And I, so I was, fine but not super happy about it yeah but then I read her piece and I'm like you know what yeah I'm this is a I good have thing. to say you couldn't pay me enough to be 20 again no not 20 but I could go back to 29 forever <laughs> or for nah. a few more years as as someone that has a couple of years on you I have to say the 30s 
I nothing know. Beats no, they're them. good. They're good. They're so good. There's it's so much less stressful. Oh my god. I know. Like <laughs> in every just, way. There are so many good things. And there's about dogs the now. Oh my god. And, and like, there's Netflix. <laughs> and normal homes that aren't gross with yeah. like roommates who don't do dishes. Oh, it's, I hate it's roommates. better. You yeah, know, it's, it's better. You know, it gets me, better, everyone. <laughs> well, me having actually a husband and having to have a roommate, you the have real to, deal. You have to realize like how much I love him that mm-hmm. I'm willing to live with him. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that I don't have like daydreams about living in a studio yeah, apartment we've by myself and then having you know visitation. Right, absolutely, <laughs> and just you could be in that 500 square foot with all my animals. I mean, oh my god, just me and my dog and two cats and a pig. Hanging oh, out. Yeah. Maybe 700 square feet at just that so, point. Just so everyone's aware, you currently only have a dog and two cats. Right. The pig is... The pig is... Still to come. Is a dream. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and per- Anne Porkins will join me one day. Anne Porkins. Yes. It's happening. She's out there. <laughs> I know that we will be together at some point, but it won't be while I'm living in an apartment. So tell me this. If it's a boy pig, mm-hmm. will it still be Anne Porkins? <sighs> <laughs> Andrew Porkins? It doesn't have the same ring. It doesn't, but he can be Anne for short. It it'll could. it'll give him a personality. I love boy names for girls and girl names for boys. I'm there big on go. that. So Anne Porkins it is. He or she. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, who is your heroine of the week, not the drug? Not the drug. My heroine of the week. Um, I'm going to give it to Cicely Strong from the White House Correspondents' Dinner last night because it's not... It's not an easy thing to be a lady hosting that, and she absolutely crushed it. Um, clearly, they should just keep using the SNL Weekend Update people because they're so good at this. Yeah, she, well, it's basically what they do. Yeah, right, right. And but it was so good, and just in general, the night was one like you know President Obama's jokes were yeah. on point as always. Um, the well, anger I mean, interpreter. He has a budget for writers. Let's just go there. He does, but they're very good. <laughs> yeah, they're very good. And I mean, Cicely's jokes were. Yeah. strong as well throughout oh. the night and she just did a really you, great job I see what you did there ah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah she's my I'm really just and especially coming off the heels of a woman not getting the daily show which I was really hoping for I know. um not that you know I'm not to begrudge anyone else but I was really hoping for a Tina or an Amy moment there. well we had a black president before possibly a that's woman president. exactly maybe we just need what a i black, told my mom to <laughs> a black daily just show like host. they can't just give it to us we got to have the interim like the soft yeah. the soft launch actually my dream for the daily show would be tina fey she Absolutely. would never do it uh, she's too big for i think it. they probably tried to get her and she was like this is it's a hard no job it's every so many hours day. it's every day she's got little kids and she doesn't need, need it anymore yeah I'm an up-and-comer was probably a good move yeah. for them um, but I'm going to venture a guess and say she doesn't need the money. Probably, to do it. probably not. Yeah. But Trevor Noah, the guy that got it, he's yes. actually quite funny. No, he seems great. He yeah. really does. Um, I just, you know, I, I wanted some lady power up in there. I know. But not a white dude. Not a white dude. Halfway. <laughs> Halfway there. We'll take it. We'll take it. Right, right, right. So moving on, mm-hmm. let's talk about uh, what grossed you out this week. Oh. Let's talk the good and the gross. The good and the gross. Mm-hmm. What pissed you off this week? Uh, so I, for the past 
eight years or so before I moved to LA have lived in San Francisco and before that in DC. So I have not owned a car for the better part of a decade, which has been magnificent. I hate driving. I hate everything about it. And so my license is from North Carolina where I went to school. How many cities ago was that? That's four cities ago, at least maybe five. So it's an old, it's like on my 21st birthday Um, and it's not even a good picture so it's not the license I'm partial to it's the not going to the DMV that I'm partial to I have to tell you Steve and I Steve is my husband Mm. Steve and I won at the DMV here's what you do okay you have to life hack call them and ask them for the form that you need so you don't have to wait on line number one to pick up the form okay so they'll they'll send it to you in the mail in the mail in the mail. That's adorable. You, ha- you have to call them and wait on hold, but it's better than waiting at the DMV. Absolutely. So it you is. have to call them, you have to wait on hold and ask them to send you the right form. And then I know you schedule an appointment. So then Don't schedule not, an appointment yeah. and schedule it the first appointment available on any given day. Fair. So first one in the morning. So yeah. basically, instead of going there, waiting online to get the form and then waiting online to give in the form, uh, you show up and get on the shorter line for appointment people with the form filled out. Ready to go. Ready to go. Okay. I can do that. Because mm-hmm. now my I finally, I've scheduled an appointment a dozen times. And then I keep canceling it because I don't want right. to do it. And I have to take the test because my license is out of state. So then I need to like study you for study. a half hour before to get all the numbers right. And yeah. I just don't want to do it. And you don't, you like... California is weird like that. You mm-hmm. have to take a test of like 20 and you're only allowed to get three wrong. Yeah. No, I that's... studied. I felt like I was back in school. It was ridiculous. Did you get any wrong? Uh, I got, I think three wrong. That, which is the most you can it get. It had something to do it's with a terrifying. motorcycle, which like, I don't know. Yeah. No, there are all these different rules for. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where like the details are so stupid. Like what is the illegal alcohol uh, content? What's, you know, what can oh. constitutes a, a DUI? Um, you know, what level of alcohol. And I'm like, it's not like I'm going to be testing myself when I get in the car. Well, you can now. If There's I'm, an app for that. I'm sure there's an app for that. But <laughs> so that you I'm, can get to 0.07 and so drive home safely, apparently. I have to say, if I'm going to drive, earth shattering. <laughs> I just don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That is crazy pants. But anyway, so that is how you win at the DMV. Okay. All right. Because so, I have now I have an appointment on Tuesday and I'm not allowing myself to move it. I like blocked off on my calendar at work so that no one can schedule any like I'm going. I has to be done because I know I'm going to get pulled over and I can't lie to a cop. So when he says, when did you move here? I'm going to be like a year ago. Yeah. And he's gonna be like, well, here's a ticket. And I, I have don't a friend want that. who is a lawyer. Yeah. Who's lived here for several years and still has not switched over his license. Now, don't tell me that because I just won't go. No, no, no. You have to go. Mm. You have to go. You have to be, you have to be right with, because if you get pulled over. I know. It's bad. Even though you're white and female, it's still (laughs) very unpleasant. Um, So I had actually never owned a car because I grew up in New York City and didn't get my license until I was 23. Now you're in LA. Now I'm in LA and I had to learn how to drive. And you know what's terrifying, actually? Everything about driving. So... I, I do not consider myself a good driver. Mm. I'm an okay driver. I'm fine. Me too. There Perpetuating are, the stereotype. Well, it's one of those things where like everyone thinks they're a good driver and half of everyone is wrong. Right. 
no one, you know, half, I know of, half I'm not of everyone, I am not, driver. I am not an above average driver. I would say <laughs> I'm a below to average driver. Like a C minus? Yeah. No, a C. I okay. give myself a C. Solid C. Especially after being in LA. Mm-hmm. What's terrifying actually is that there are people on the road who are worse than I am. Yeah. That is the terrifying part. And they do not give a crap. So like if I am driving and I see someone with a smushed bumper going mm-hmm. down the road, run, I'm like, run away. They have nothing left to lose. <laughs> and it's a beater. Yeah. So yeah, they do not care that your dogs are in the backseat. Oh my God. But anyway, oh, speaking of dogs. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about my You're gross. gross let's of hear the it. Week. So we need a like a squishy sound effect there. Like something that's like or some, I don't know, something. We'll we'll make it happen. Yeah. We'll be cushion something. <laughs> something to make something. it more pleasant. Yes. So I am I have begrudgingly watched the show Grim mm, from the beginning. Not mistake. very good. But it's one of those things where, like, I'll watch it while I'm doing the dishes. Um, How are the CGI effects in that? Oh, they are of, uh, I would say, at the same level as CGI effects were in the 1980s. Okay. So Buffy. We're, like, at Buffy. Oh, totally like okay. Buffy. All Except right. Buffy was, like, an excellent show that was right. that had, like, social commentary. And I we will talk about that at some point. But I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I, the show, not the movie. Okay. I have only seen like one episode of it. It is. Well, do you like Joss Whedon stuff? Yes. So he, he writes amazing dialogue. He writes incredible female characters. He is. I bet it's on Netflix too. So that might be my next. I, I think my next it's binge. either on Netflix or Amazon Prime. It's on one of those. Okay. It's excellent. I like cannot Duly recommend noted. it. Enough. Yeah. So I watched it all throughout high school and everything is like is 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 a symbol for something else that happens in high school like the high school is located on a hell mouth i mean it's a whole thing okay so i watched the show to grim because i'm sort of like into kind of the comic books kind of x-men you know the supernatural type shows no it's fun yeah so on the show uh last friday uh, maybe a week ago friday whatever it was it uh there was someone who was a janitor was attacked inside a school mm. and the dialogue which is never amazing on Grimm, <laughs> let's be honest. Does uh, it? Can you ever say the lines with the characters? That's my favorite, trying to guess exactly the dialogue that they're going to say because it's so predictable. This is absolutely a show where that can be. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I, um, I got the picture in my head. Yeah, um, and you know, it's the same show over and over again. And right. so the premise of the show is like there's a guy who's what's called a Grimm, and these are... Uh, and he, it's his like role in life to, uh, be, he has like not supernatural powers, but basically his role in life is to combat these fairy tale kind of characters. That I exist. assumed that's where the name Grimm comes yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. Is, and so okay. he's a Grimm and blah, blah, blah. And there are these people that like turn into animals from various brothers Grimm tales. Sure. And they're not all, you know, little mermaid type stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. <laughs> So anyway, there's always someone who dies from one of these creatures, and it looks like an animal attack. And so every episode, they're like, it looks like an animal attack. <laughs> so this time, the janitor had been attacked and killed in a school. And they're like, I, I don't understand how this happened. This was the, the cop talking. It's like, I don't understand how this happened. Uh, you know, either a wild, you know, a wild animal couldn't have gotten to the school, or maybe someone's pit bull got loose. Mm. And I was just like, No. No, you didn't. Wildly irresponsible. So I am a woman of science. I am a woman that loves animals. And if you look at science and you love animals, you will realize that pit bulls 
or what people call pit bulls, and I call them pit bull type dogs because they're just they're dogs. They're so mixed at this point. It's just, yeah. it's basically any mix with a muscular body and a big head. Yeah. That's what people call pit bulls. Mm. And so what do you, what is, and so if you know science at all, you'll know that what a dog looks like has no bearing on what it acts like. Right. What a dog looks like is like 20 genes out of the 50,000. And so there is so much variance in personality and you cannot accurately predict what kind of temperament a dog will have based on how it looks. Yes. And that makes so, me so sad and that they these would. these dogs are languishing in shelters because they're, they have this terrible reputation that they somehow snap that their jaws, all of these like horrible, horrible myths that just exist. And reality, they're dogs. Yeah. And they're just dogs and every dog's an individual and no dog deserves to be you know, they are no more vicious than, you know, all chihuahuas or ankle biters. It just, it doesn't happen. You know, every dog is an individual. And so I tweeted at them. <gasps> I did. I and? tweeted both at Grimm and at Grimm writers. I called the Grimm and I don't write mean things on Twitter. It is not something that's part I of I feel like I even this from you wouldn't have been mean. But it I would have been educational. So I said something to the effect of, you know, Pit bulls are pit bull type dogs are languishing in shelters right now, and I called the writing lazy and a ratings ploy, mm. and that they lost a fan. Yeah, that's that, well said. Now I was a begrudgingly a fan before. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. You gotta hammer the point home. Yeah. So that, you know, their one million viewers are now like mm -hmm. nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. It counts. Every person counts. But I just, you know, it's something I feel incredibly strongly about. They're they're just dogs, and yeah. dogs don't have a voice. They didn't ask to be born, and it's not fair that you know it's akin to canine racism. Mm -hmm. It's judging a being based on how they look. We and should start that, that hashtag what? to bring awareness. Canine racism. I mean, that's what it, it is. It probably exists already. Yeah. Someone's I mean, probably and on this that. is not to belittle actual racism. And no, I, I, no, you know. of course not. But at the same time, like judging something on how it looks mm -hmm. is, you know. That's a form of, yeah. You know, stereotyping. Aww. But anyway, well, let's, so, so that was my, sad. so Grim is gross. Grim is gross. Grim is gross. Hashtag Grim is gross. <laughs> um, it never hurts to throw a little alliteration there. Because people remember it. Grimace. And I just like alliteration. Yeah. So. Grim is gross. But let's, we can flip it around to something happy with our 90s nostalgia. What, what would you like to talk about from the 90s? What should we remember today? So I'm so excited. Uh, Full House is coming back. <gasps> so, Uncle Jesse. I'm fangirling. So Uncle Jesse, who does not age. Ever. And, and who, in my mind, will always be married to Aunt Becky. Mm -hmm. Always. It doesn't matter that Lori Laughlin is married to Massimo, the Target designer. and But lives, good for her. Lives a very nice lifestyle. <laughs> Not riding yeah. on the back of a motorcycle, yeah. most likely. Oh my, Maybe well, a Vespa in Italy. You know, it's probably not a motorcycle um, at this point because he also no longer has a mullet. So he may have outgrown certain aspects of his personality. And he exchanged it for the salt and pepper, which I approve of. Which... Lovely. Mm -hmm. Let's just, okay. So it's going to be on Netflix, which you and I both love to binge watch. And so the ability Absolutely. to binge watch anything is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm going to block off that whole weekend. By the way, side note, did you know that Netflix, the reason why House of Cards even came into being, Netflix used their data to figure out that show. They realized that people liked political thrillers starring Kevin Spacey. Oh, I would have assumed that they did some research to decide on a political thriller. Yeah. Had no idea like that Kevin specifically Spacey. Kevin Spacey. To be fair, it works really well. So I'm wondering if they did the same thing for Full for, House. 
where they realized that it was something that would be popular because of the nostalgia aspect of yeah. it. But anyway, side note. I'm trying so, to think of what else they could bring back that would be as momentous as Full House from the 90s. And I mean, there are a couple. They brought back 90210 kind of. Yeah, that didn't really. But that they did a revamp. Six seasons. No, but Kelly Taylor was still in it. But one person versus now the full house is going to be most of the cast. So it's DJ. No, I don't think it's most of the cast. So it's DJ and Kimmy. So DJ Tanner is a widow with kids. Yeah. Much akin to the way Danny Tanner was a widower with kids. You see. Oh, so it is a reboot. It's a reboot. And then Kimmy Gibbler, who I love. She was my favorite person on the show. So I'm, I'm still on board. The eight-year-old in me would laugh at Kimmy's smelly feet oh, all day long. She just wasn't, a, she was like the first she was not afraid self-deprecating, to be one of the first like almost comedic women on television who had like the self-deprecating thing down and just no shame, which no I shame. resonates with, resonates with me. So I, I love that. I, I, I did love her. I did. Although I was much more a Stephanie Tanner. I was a middle child. Mm. So Stephanie Tanner was like my girl. This was Relates. like, yeah. you know, pre, you know, Jody Sweeten getting into all the things right. that she ended up getting into. But I think she's going to be, she also moves in. So it's Kimmy, DJ, and Stephanie. Okay. And they are raising the kids. So I don't think that the Olsen twins will be anywhere near this, but would you want them to if so they would? So I wouldn't want them to. I actually saw an article, I believe this morning, how Lori, I could be completely bastardizing this and making this up, but how Lori Laughlin wants Elizabeth Olsen <laughs> to play Michelle Tanner. Oh, I'm fine with that. Absolutely. That's way better. A hundred percent. I don't want, they're sour. <sighs> I can't. Too rich to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, so anyway, I am thrilled. I am excited. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm on board. I don't really expect it to be good. But that's, we got to go in with I low like, expectations. Because I feel like, so let's call, so ABC in the 1990s yeah. is more like what ABC Family is now in terms of the type sure. of content. Step by step. Yeah. That so sort those of. are things like, you know how Melissa and Joey was on ABC Family yes. starring Melissa Joan Hart and Joey Lawrence. Unfortunately. Four seasons it lasted. Good for that. I didn't see a second of it. So I shouldn't probably make comments about it. But so it I have not terrible. seen. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I shouldn't like, even say that because she just followed me on Twitter. I don't know why, but I was actually really excited about it. So who wouldn't I take be? it back. I take it back. Melissa and Joey forever. <laughs> well, apparently not. Four seasons is right. about and how long it'll last. <laughs> well, um, so I'm super excited about this. Yeah. No, that'll be great. And I love that our first 90s nostalgia is like something coming back to life. I know. From Although the 90s. 2016. 2016 is far away. Um, but I, that's okay. You know, do it right. Yeah. Don't do it like the revamp of Arrested Development where it was a little off kilter. So I have to say the revamp of Arrested Development, at first I was like, what is this? What is this? What is this? And then by the last episode, I was like, oh my God, it's amazing. Okay. I, do, I feel like you could really tell that they were not in the same room while filming and it took yes. me out of it. A lot. However, they said for the next one, they're going to go back to actually being in the same room for filming. So okay. should be, should fix that. I hope. All right. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll t- I mean, listen, whatever Netflix puts out after Kimmy Schmidt, House of Cards, Orange is the New Black, and now Bloodline, which I just watched all of I in a week. I Kimmy Schmidt, not the biggest fan. I can't understand that. Did you get through the first few? Because yes. the first few were made I for NBC it. and then NBC was like, nah. We're done with this. Yeah. And so Netflix took it over and said, do whatever you want. And it was Tina Fey doing whatever she wanted. So I So I watched love the first it. five or six. Yeah. And it had moments of brilliance. Yeah. And moments of like, ugh. Tight. You weren't on board with Titus. No. 
All right. I can't help you then. <laughs> I, can't, I got nothing. All right. Well, why don't we tell our listeners where they can find you? They can find me at Rachel G. King, R-A-C-H-A-E-L, because my parents wanted to make life hard for me. And that's on every platform everywhere. Um, and then we are at the she pod on Twitter and the Facebook. What about for you? Where on the Facebook, really? The Facebook, the Facebook. So you can follow me on school. Twitter where I tweet mean things at uh, Grim Writers, <laughs> <laughs> at Sarah Tenenbein. Uh, and our Twitters can be found on ShePod.com. Yeah. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, share us with a friend, review us on iTunes. Please do. And here is some driving music. Dun, 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 dun.